0: Welcome to Soulmates Podcast, I'm Emily. And I'm Kyle. And we are here with our dog, Eggsy, that you might hear in the background. <laughs> He's a puppy.
1: It's hard to keep him quiet.
0: <laughs> it's hard to keep our boy quiet. So you might hear a little bit of uh, panting or uh, Kyle's playing with him with a toy right now. You might hear some of that in the background. But we are definitely devoted to talking about wotakoi. Love is Hard for Otaku today.
1: And boy, is it.
0: Yeah. Ain't it?
1: Ain't it? Ain't 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 that that just the way?
0: Yeah. Today's episode is all about this show, Wotokoi, and we both watched it not really knowing much about it. I knew kind of what the plot was. In our first episode of the year, I said I was excited for it, um, but I had never read the, the manga that it's based off of. And I'm so, so happy that we were able to watch it so easily, too. It was on Amazon Prime.
1: Yeah, so that's one of the that's one of the different things about it is normally your anime is on Crunchyroll or like Hulu or Netflix or if, you know, you have been watching anime since before streaming sites were around, you just go find it on the internet for free on a streaming site like all the old anime people like us do. <laughs> um, but this is on Amazon Prime Video, so if you have Amazon Prime, then you can watch it for free. And it's only, what, eight episodes? No. I thought it was eight.
0: It's eleven.
1: Oh, it's eleven. Oh, that's right. It was like one off from a regular season.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was. It, it was weird. The amount of episodes. That's why I couldn't remember.
0: Wat'sukoi Love is hard for otaku. is based on a Japanese web comic series written and illustrated by Fujita, and it was first posted on Pixiv on April seventeenth, two thousand fourteen. It had a serialization in. Comic Pool, which is a joint web manga publication by Pixiv and, uh, another company. And that was in, uh, November 2015. So then Ichijinsha, uh, began publishing the manga in print on April 30th, 2015. And so far, there have been six volumes and they are currently being translated into English. So. Woohoo! Woo! So the anime adaptation, which is what we're gonna be talking about, premiered April 2018 on Fuji TV, and it's streamed on Amazon Prime. It's 11 episodes, and Kyle, why don't you do the honor of reading the vague plot summary?
1: Sure. Narumi, a female office worker who hides her Fujoshi lifestyle, and Hirotaka, a handsome and capable company man who is secretly a game otaku. They are two people that work in an office together, uh, they seem perfect for each other, but love is very hard for otaku.
0: Thanks, Wikipedia, for that vague summary. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, this show is is about four friends, two couples. Um, there there's another couple that's like a side couple, but it's mainly focused on these four friends, and they're all otaku, and they're all adults, and they're all working at the same company, and like having a good time, like having sleepovers game marathons going to the anime store together looking at yaoi manga
1: all all of the characters in the show and there aren't that many um they do a very good job of kind of corralling it into about seven six or seven main characters and even that you could say there's really only four they're all interesting they're all interesting people and in my honest opinion the side couple is the most, they're the most interesting, just like him because this is my first life.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> so, um, let's get into the characters a little bit, and then we'll go off from there. Sure. So, we mentioned Narumi. So, Narumi is the pink girl. They, they all have different colors, but she has pink hair. And she is a Fujoshi otaku who also likes Atome games and idols. And same girl. Same I was about to say that's you. <laughs> that's me. And then we have Hirotaka. So Hirotaka was Narumi's childhood friend. He's also an Otaku, but he is strictly a gamer. And he spends almost all of his free time gaming.
1: Big mood, buddy.
0: Then we have Hanako, and she is Narumi's Senpai at the office, and she is secretly a famous cosplayer, Otaku. Um and she cosplays male in characters and she also likes video games and reads a lot of yaoi manga
1: so they they bond over this because they're both giant fujoshis
0: right oh and she's green color and uh hirotaka is blue and this guy taro he is orange he's red orange red i thought he was red orange slash red he has orange hair
1: i mean i guess
0: I'm going by hair color. Okay. So, orange slash red. He is Hirotaka's co-worker, and he's kind of the less intense otaku, but he really likes heroes and Bishoujo, and he is the boyfriend of Hanako. So, it's two couples, two couples. Yep. And our minor characters are Naoya, who is Hirotaka's cheery younger brother, who is straight up horrible at video games. Mm-hmm. He's kind of the opposite of an otaku, but I wouldn't say he's like a jock, but- he, he's the foil to his
1: brother. Yeah, he reminds me of um Honey from Oran and like um Nagisa.
0: Eh. I would say he he's almost like a complete mirror from his brother, because his brother is very stoic, pretty emotionless. His brother is like very cheery and energetic. Um he has bright blonde hair. He's not I wouldn't say he's not into video games. He's just bad at them. He's very friendly.
1: So he's Honey Senpai and Nagisa.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Okay. And then our last character is Ko, a socially anxious solo gamer from, uh, Naoya's university. So they're classmates and, um, Ko is very androgynous looking, kind of like a Haruhi. Mm-hmm. In the series, Ko identifies as a, as a girl, but they're very androgynous looking. Um Some people might say that they're genderqueer or something. The character never full out says, I think, they're a girl.
1: I don't remember. At
0: least in the English dub. So have that be what you will, you know. It's up to you. Up to you. But just know that Ko is not a cis man. Yeah. Okay. So... Those are our main players and basically they just have fun. They have like co-ed sleepovers. <laughs> They're just like living the life and it didn't even take that long uh, for the the main couple to even get together.
1: Oh yeah no it was it was a very uh, it was a very uh, my love story or a monogatari situation where it's like all right. We're gonna set up this relationship, and now the rest of the series is dedicated to these relationships. Yeah. Which is amazing.
0: <laughs> and the other couple got together in high school.
1: Yeah, yeah. The, the, um, the green haired girl and the orange red haired guy, they have been together for a long time. And I love them. <laughs>
0: This show was so entertaining. There were so many references to otaku culture and anime. In an episode they go to Comic-Con. So if you're ever interested in in what it's like going to Comic-Con, you should watch that episode. You should also listen to one of our archived episodes with our friend Devin called Cosplay in America vs. Japan, and she talks about going to Comic-Con um, and going to American conventions and how they're different. It's very different. Very, very different.
1: Yeah, th- there's another good uh, there's another good anime episode about Kamiket. It's in um, uh, Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. They go to Kamiket, and it and they go as friends, and they help their friend sell his doujinshi. Like it's a really good episode. It's very sweet.
0: So at Kamiket, you basically have two things to do, according to Devin. You either uh, sell slash buy doujinshi, or you cosplay slash take pictures of cosplayers. So we have the cosplay side with Hanako, and then we have the doujinshi side with Narumi. And I, I actually really liked that, knowing the background of actually what Kamiket was, so that was pretty damn cool.
1: Yeah, I I already kind of knew, and so this was like, it was a nice little like, um, oh, remember this is what Kamiket is, that thing that you're never going to be able to go to in your entire life.
0: You know, I don't think I'd ever want to go.
1: I mean, that's kind of how I feel about like, AX and other places like that. It's just, it's just not like, you can have more fun at smaller or different type conventions.
0: That's just our opinion. That's our opinion. If you want to go to Comic-Cat, go to Comic-Cat. Please. (laughs) Tell us about it. Or AX. Yeah, please tell us about it. Yeah. I know that there were a lot of Ava references, at least in the beginning episodes.
1: So many. I loved it because I just finished another rewatch of Ava because Ava's really good. Yeah, I like every, every reference I was like, I love this. This is so good. This anime is so self-aware.
0: And this anime is really self-aware.
1: Oh, yeah. Weren't there, like, a lot of, like, they would turn them into, like, video game characters or stuff? I don't quite remember.
0: Yeah, they they played an MMO together. They played a lot of Monster Hunter. I think Monster Hunter might have sponsored this anime because there was just straight-up gameplay of Monster Hunter in the anime (laughs) From, Uh, like, this guy's phone. Yeah,
1: I'm fairly certain that Capcom sponsored it, and, like, I know a lot of people like Monster Hunter, but I personally can't stand those games, and I, like, every time it came on, I was like, I'm glad they're having fun with it. But (laughs) I was also really shocked, because it's not just once, it's, like, at least three or four different times that it's on, and I'm like, oh my god, how much money did Capcom pay them?
0: Hey, you need to make money somehow. Hey, you gotta make money. (laughs) Oh man. And, and there's so many good moments in this show. I feel like a lot of the really funny parts have kind of been taken out of context and are like, uh, an image series on Tumblr. Um, one of the most popular Tumblr image series I've seen of this is Narumi is looking at her boyfriend's anime figure collection and it's a bunch of girls with big boobs and she's just like, ugh. So she turns them all around.
1: <laughs> yeah. It, it's really, really funny. She's like, I don't want these watching me.
0: (laughs) Another thing I really liked about this show is that it had a lot of really good details. A lot of really good small touches. Like, Hirotaka has earring holes in his ears. that They've obviously healed and closed up. So many Japanese men his age have done that. When they were teens, they pierced their ears impulsively and now have the remnants of them.
1: Yeah, it's it's a nice little touch, like, you might notice, and then after a while you realize that, you know, it's actually a part of the plot.
0: And, like, when they're at the manga store, uh, one of the girls is buying the latest volume of Ancient Magus's Bride, which is a show slash manga that we have talked about on the podcast before. It's, like, a real thing, and it's yep. current. Yep. So it's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, they like like we said, it's, anime is very self-aware. It knows who its audience is.
0: It knows that someone who's just starting to watch anime probably won't watch this. This is definitely an anime for seasoned anime fans. Like, fans who live the otaku lifestyle or want to. And, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And fans that are you know, anime, avid anime viewers that are in their 20s and, you know, late 20s, early 30s.
0: I know. It it's, resonates. It's so refreshing to see adult characters. I know we say this every time. I know. But it's really, really nice to, to not have a high school setting, to actually have characters that are at our current stages in life, and like we talked about this when we reviewed, it's so
1: much more relatable.
0: Yeah, when when we reviewed Agretzko, it's so much more relatable to me, anyway. Oh yeah, and like,
1: you know, they they like go to a bar and have a beer and like just talk or whatever, and like that is so like after a long day of work. That's so I feel that
0: hashtag Some, after hashtag I feel that.
1: I feel that. <laughs> Sometimes, yeah, you just, like, you and your friend, you both have a long day at work. You want to go meet at the bar or, like, have a beer or whatever. It's just, like, it's very refreshing.
0: So one thing I didn't like about the show was that Taro and Hanako would fight a lot. And it was kind of played off as, like, oh...
1: Cute lovers quarrels.
0: Yeah, um, I have to disagree.
1: (laughs) Yeah, like... I don't know, when you're in a, like, a long-term relationship with somebody, like, yeah, you have, like, dumb, petty little squabbles that are, like, just, they literally are are worthless or, like, meaningless, like, they're just a dumb argument, and, and it's not something that's, like, I'm gonna storm out and blah blah blah, like, functioning adults in a relationship don't have that, or... Or at least 99.9% of the time don't have that. And then they have that one argument. But like the way that they set it up, it's like just they are taking the piss with each other like constantly.
0: Yeah. It seems like they don't like each other
1: in, in most instances. It seems like they don't. And then in some, it seems like they do, but it's like, I don't know that that's something that was like not as fun.
0: It's like watching your friends that are a couple fight. It's very awkward. Exactly. (laughs) And and that's one thing I didn't enjoy. It, It really did seem like they had fundamental differences, even though they both had similar hobbies. And honestly, they probably should have taken a break from their relationship. But towards the end of the show, it kind of goes out of its way to show, like, no, they actually really do care about each other. And they really are meant for each other. But... Um, Guys, I'm here to tell you, if you are constantly fighting with your significant other, take a step back and ask yourself...
1: Is it worth it?
0: Is it worth it?
1: Are you compatible?
0: Are you compatible? Are you happy? You know? Just ask yourself. Yeah,
1: these are important questions, because, like, you don't want to be in a relationship that, like, is nothing but strife.
0: Exactly. It's not fun. Even if... You fight 50% of the time. That's still half of your relationship. That's not good. You know, you guys are worth so much more than only being happy 50% of the time. Do you feel me?
1: We love you. (laughs) Please be happy.
0: So now that we've uh, lectured people because we are definitely the authority on all things happy. Oh, well, exactly. And and relationships, Kyle, definitely. Oh, 100%. I, I know. We're we're basically marriage counselors at this uh, point.
1: We really are. Really? We have degrees. Degrees. <laughs> we should open up a practice. Oh my god. <laughs> that's a, that's our new podcast. Yeah. Coming soon.
0: <laughs> Please. No. <laughs> no more podcasts. So on the other hand, Narumi and Hirotaka, their relationship actually seemed much more healthier. They bonded on the stuff that they liked. And even if they didn't like the exact same thing, they still supported each other, which was what was important.
1: Yeah, and didn't they also give the other person's hobby a try? Yes. That's so important. Like, it's so important to, like, If you have a significant other and they have a hobby that is important to them, like, give it a shot at least once. I mean, it may not be for you, and that's fine. It doesn't have to be. But taking that step and showing that you care enough to actually, like, try and be interested in something that your significant other is interested in is so important and so cool. Like, it shows that they mean a lot to you.
0: So even in the show, Harumi explains to Hirotaka, she's like, yeah, you know, we're both otaku, but we don't like the exact same things. He's much more into video games, while I'm much more into drawing and manga and idols. And even though that they like different things, he still went with her to help her sell her doujinshi, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. And, like, she still went over to his apartment to play video games with him. Yeah. They even uh, all played an MMO together.
1: Them all playing that MMO together was so, like, that's one of my favorite things. Because as an adult and as, like, a post-college adult, it is so hard to make new friends. It, there are a lot less opportunities to make new friends unless you really go out of your way to do it. Once all of your friends have moved away or, you know, you have moved away. And so that playing an online game together, even though they live in the same city, but that playing an online game together with, like, your friends is so refreshing as an adult with friends that live in other places now because it's nice to be able to connect with those people and just, like, relax and play a game together.
0: Yeah, play some Overwatch. (laughs) Overwatch or...
1: Minecraft, or RuneScape, or...
0: Whatever.
1: <laughs> or Borderlands, or Destiny, or you know what? Whatever. It's just fun.
0: Yeah, it's pretty fun. So what would you rate this out of 10? 1 being complete garbage, 10 being amazing, best thing I've ever seen.
1: I'd give it an 8.
0: I'd give this a 9. I thoroughly enjoyed this.
1: You know what? Actually, I take that back. I give it a 9. I give, yeah, I give it a 9 because In this, like, genre of anime, like, adult slice of life, I guess you'd call it. Yeah. Adult slice of life. It's probably the best, like, the best one that I've watched. It's very hashtag relatable.
0: It's definitely my favorite thing that premiered in 2018 hands down this was my favorite show that i've seen not including like food wars or boku no yeah, hero yeah not like
1: serialized things no, not, not anything like that
0: no this was my favorite non-serialized anime and i really 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 hope that they can make another season i know that they didn't use all of the source material um so there is still some left like they never did a beach episode or anything like that <laughs> um so i really hope that it was popular enough in japan to get another season I really liked it.
1: Please, we're begging you.
0: Please, I'm so thirsty for good content. I know. Okay, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. You can find Soulmates Podcast on Facebook, facebook.com slash soulmatespodcast. You can find us on Tumblr, .tumblr soulmatespodcast.tumblr.com. You can find us on Instagram, at soulmatespodcast. You can send us an email at soulmatespodcast.com at gmail.com, and you can find us on iTunes, Podbean, and Stitcher, pretty much wherever podcasts are found. We're there. Check us out. Please leave us a review on iTunes. That would literally be the best thing you could possibly do. <laughs> Please. Also, before we go, quick shout out to OGG, Lil Touch. I love that song. Go watch the music video immediately. The song will get stuck in your head. It is now my ringtone. I love it so much. Yeah. Thank you, SM, for bringing back Girls' Generation. Even in this iteration, I love them so much. It makes me very happy.
1: Emily's feeling hashtag blessed.
0: Hashtag blessed. Go listen to Little Touch. Bye!
1: Bye!